Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Wednesday. It is March 16th. Um, you know, we've had uh, some good and some bad. The uh, markets did okay yesterday, and they continue to look like they're doing okay this morning. We'll continue to follow those with, uh, well, today's the Fed Day, and we'll talk about that and more when Dave joins us here in just a moment. Before he does, though, let's just remind ourselves that there's a lot of stuff in this world we cannot control. The likes of what happens in the Ukraine and Russia and what happens in Washington, D.C. But you can control how much risk you have in your portfolio. That's why we developed the core retirement design to help you identify and make sure that your portfolio matches up with the amount of risk you're willing to take. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design. With that, we'll be right back with Dave. Katrina and her waves there. It's a permanent wave, don't you know? 8.40 now, 20 before 9. Time to check in on your money. Well, let's see here. What did happen yesterday? I didn't even look at yesterday. Oh, my gosh. We were off. What a concept. Maybe we can continue it today. Let's see if we can. Downtown, we go to the offices of Statler Financial Services, where a birthday boy, Philip Statler, is standing by. Philip, good morning and happy day to you. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Dave. It's, uh, hey, it's just, you know, another day. Made it around uh, 365 days. So, uh, hey, we'll target another 365, right? You're not supposed to be discounting birthdays like that until you're old as I am. Then you start trying to forget them. <laughs> so, what the heck happened yesterday? Dow up 599. The NASDAQ was up by 2.9%, up 367. I was kind of out of the loop all day yesterday, hanging out at the racetrack and doing junk down there. Uh, what the Sam Hill went on? Was there that much optimism over the uh, rumors about peace talks in the Ukraine? Yeah, that's the only thing I can really pit it to. I mean, you know, we had oil prices continue to drop and stayed less than 100 yesterday. So, uh, and, and the interest rate continued to tick up. The 10-year treasury is getting very close to 2.2%. Um, so, all those things indicate that we would be moving more money into the markets. Yeah, rising interest rates on the bonds tend to move. They tend to indicate that they're moving them someplace else. And obviously, yesterday equities were the target for where they were going. I got to believe that yes, that some optimism at the notion that uh, Russia is not doing half as well as they expected. So the uh, so the uh, uh, the uh, the peace talk rumors might actually have some credibility. But Lordy Garsh Almighty, keeping crude oil under a hundred for a couple days in a row. That you know, since we were pricing in a hundred. $180 a barrel oil, uh, that's got to be party time on Wall Street, everything being uh, equal on the other side of the fence. Well, that, that's true. I mean, I think that's, that's good news across the board. Um, what's going to be really interesting, Dave, I think will be today when mm -hmm. uh, you, you know your friend, uh, Mr. Paulson, comes out and starts talking about what he's going to do with interest rates and whether or not they're going to rise a quarter or more. Uh, I think anything more than a quarter might... Uh, might put a little pause in this market. Uh, I suspect so, given the fact that a Fed chairman never, repeat, never says what he's going to do, especially not in front of Congress. But Paulson did last week. He said he was going to propose and felt he could get through a quarter-point increase in the interest rate, and that's what we're expecting this afternoon at 2 p.m. If Paulson comes out with his tail between his legs 
and says, I had a rebellion from the board. We're going to bump it up by a half a percent. I suspect we're going to have a real seismograph on the charts from Wall Street, don't you think? I would think so because I think you know certainty. You know the markets are all about certainty and knowing what's going to happen. And and if that uh, you know that's going to cause some uncertainty if that were to happen. Uh, offhand, I think that would be a good description to put it very mildly. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd almost be tempted to say temper tantrum might be a more accurate term, wouldn't you think? Uh, it could very be a, a major revolt. Absolutely. Data dump out of the government this morning. The uh, Mortgage Bankers Association once a week tells us what happened with mortgage applications. I would normally consider this bad news, but we were up 8.5% last week, which is a skyrocket number of mortgage applications. So the fact that they went down by 1.2% this week doesn't really strike me as a market-moving event, does it, you? Uh, no, it, it doesn't really. I mean, we still look at the overall year-over-year numbers being down. Um, you, you know, I, I saw a good little you know, portrayal on Facebook that showed, you know, hey, look, if you buy a $400,000 house at 3%, this is what your payment is. And if interest rates go up to 3.5%, the price of the house is going to drop. Your payment is going to be about the same. Yep, that, that tends to be that way. I mean, mark, the market for homes is based upon what is a tolerable mortgage price. And, you know, there tends toward being not a one-for-one, one, but there is a correlation between the two. My real estate agent friends tell me about the same thing. Other thing that comes out today is uh, we got retail sales, and uh, the, the February figure was a bit of a disappointment. They expected a four-tenths of a percent increase in the retail sales for the month, and we actually only got three-tenths of a percent. But in the same breath, the government decided to revise the January number up by a full percent, which, once again, to mine, kind of comes up as a come-see, come-saw. We aren't down as bad as we thought we might be across the two-month average. Would you guess that the market is responding about the same way? Well, I, I think so. Other than one of the headlines said the reason that retail sales were 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 held back a little bit was because of higher inflation. And so that's not a good reason, right? So um, that, that continues to play. You know, we continue to see inflation be a factor um, on the cost side and the sales side. And it really got underscored by the fact that when you take out autos and gas out of the retail sales figure, they expected a four-tenths of a percent increase last month. This could be the market-moving number. Instead of a four-tenths of a percent increase, they shade a four-tenths of a percent decrease in retail sales once you pulled autos and gas out of it. So it, it does sound like inflation really was the driving force that prompted the change. Yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, I, I didn't have that number. I just had the one with X auto. And um, so, yeah, but it, but it is what it is. And, and that's right. If you take out those two things, it's actually negative, um, which, again, goes to the fact that prices are going up and the dollar just isn't going as far. Yeah, and the price of gas during the month of February was just an absolute nightmare, and it got even worse during March. So I suspect the report we get in mid-April probably will reflect about the same kind of number. We spent more money, but we spent more of it on gas, so we spent less everywhere else. Yeah, exactly. I think you're right. That That's going to be the issue. And, and, and really, Dave, that's going to be the issue going forward, right, is how much is inflation going to affect our spending? And uh, I got to think it, it is if we continue to see the prices going up like we are and the Ukraine and China and the things happening over there continue to hit our supply chain, which – just makes um, you know the supply shorter 
demand's still there, so the prices are going to continue to go up. Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking of China and the supply chain and whatnot, the lockdown continues in Shenzhen, which is one of their major manufacturing centers. But kind of interesting, I was giggling a little bit about this. Chinese stocks had their best day in years, maybe decades yesterday, because the government in Beijing didn't say what they were going to do. They just promised that they were going to boost the economy and stimulate the economy. Over in China, in a command and control economy, all it takes is a government promise, and everybody says, woo, we were going to buy something. Uh, the Hong Kong exchange was up by like 10% yesterday, just on a government promise. Uh, <laughs> nothing like command and control, is there? That's right, exactly. You know, they're going to do what they say they're going to do. <laughs> or, or something bad is going to happen to That's you. That's right, exactly. <laughs> That's pretty much it. I didn't get a chance to ask. We're right on the butt end of earnings season for this week. Do we have anything at all out there as far as corporate reports this morning? You know, a lot of upgrades, downgrades. I do have two earnings that came in, um, and, and they're both in the retail sector. We got Lands In, uh, the apparel retailer. They missed by $0.10 cents a share. Um, their earnings came in at $0.21 cents a share. Revenue also fell short of what was forecasted. And then to top it all off, they gave weaker than expected forecast. Um, it, it continues to have supply chain issues, increasing costs. And so that's all hitting lands in. They're actually down right now 11%. Woo! It's one of my yeah, new, I like it, hearing that. It'll be a new 52-week low for them, too, at $14 a share right now. Like I said, it's one of my favorite brands. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> yeah. And then on the other side, we got Shoe Carnival, the shoe retailer. Um, they, uh, they had an upbeat quarter. They saw both, they, they beat on both the top and bottom line and they issued full year revenue and profit forecast, basically, um, in range, um, pretty much, uh, there where they need to be. And so that was good for them as well. They were down a little earlier, but they seem to have gotten a little speed now because they're up 8.2% this morning, uh, to $34 a share. So we don't want premium outdoor wear and casual wear, but we're buying shoes like they're going out of style. I guess so. I guess so. And Lands In, you know, the other issue is is that they've gone pretty much all online for the most part. So that could be an issue, too. Now they started out online. They almost invented online clothing sales until Sears bought them and screwed them up by bringing them into the store. <laughs> uh, that's true. <laughs> they were mail order way back when, weren't they? Yeah, I would think they'd be pretty good at that junk. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, resetting the table yesterday, big up day on Wall Street. I mean, 1.8% on the Dow, 2.9% up on the NASDAQ, and 2% and change up on the S&P off of both, number one, stabilizing oil prices, and number two, rumors that Russia was getting sick of losing soldiers and actually talking halfway seriously about peace with the Ukraine. 45 minutes before we open this morning and we start sitting on our thumbs waiting for the uh, Federal Reserve decision. How are we doing so far this morning, Philip? Hey, we got a lot of green ink out there. The uh, The Dow is, uh, is up 300 points. That's nine-tenths of a percent. That is falling, though. I will tell you, it was up to $380, $400 earlier this morning. So it is, it is reclining down. Um, the S&P 500 is up $40 right now, which is almost 1%. And the NASDAQ 100 is up 1.4%. That's $192. So things are looking good, but I will say they are, they are trailing down just a little bit from where they were earlier this morning. 
I on suspect the, the core retail sales number that did that, more gas, less other sales. I think so, and they've probably had time to you know dice through some of those reports now and 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 come into some different conclusions than what they originally did when they saw the headline. So um, on the other front, the commodity side, we've got gold and silver both uh, trending down again this morning. Silver down almost two tenths, gold's down almost a half a percent. Crude oil though is up one point two percent, still under a hundred, Dave, ninety seven dollars and fifty eight cents a barrel. If it stays in that mid-90s range for the short term while we're working our way through the Ukraine-Russian situation, I'll almost be happy to see that, won't you? Well, yeah, I think maybe that'll get our gas prices back down to uh, maybe $4. Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Shut your mouth. We don't want to take a chance. Back down, you know. (laughs) Uh, Don't jinx it. Overseas markets, I mentioned that Asia was having a party time yesterday. All the major indexes were up markedly on the Asian rim. Europe also up this morning on the strength of China. Some stability and some rumors coming out of the uh, Ukrainian situation. British markets are up by a one by a percent and a third halfway through their day. German markets up almost 3% at the moment. Ditto for the French. Philip, keeping stability in one's retirement account is important. Knowing where the risk factors are, but where the buying opportunities are, count for a lot. How do I find you to get some stable, considered advice? Dave, you know, it is definitely a great time to be looking and checking and just making sure that you don't have too much risk in your portfolio. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design, where we help you design the retirement you always dreamed of. And then this weekend, join us for the Statler Financial Radio Show, a little bit different, 6 a.m. Saturday morning, and then 3 o'clock, I mean, I'm sorry, 10 o'clock Sunday morning uh, on Highlands News Talk, 730 and 95.3 FM. So you can listen to me on the way out to the racetrack at 6 o'clock in the morning. Well, that's a good time to do it. You want to do it that way. (laughs) You two have a good day. We'll catch you in a short, all right? All right, man. Thanks. Talk to you later. Thanks, Philip. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Are you? Hey, folks. Again, I want to thank you for joining us today. It is Wednesday, March 16th, and uh, hey, halfway through the week so far, so good. Let's see if we can continue that direction. Hey, until tomorrow, take care. Bye now.